0: Hi, and welcome to Is It Dad Rocket? I'm Martin, and with me, as always, is Stevie P. Hello. Hello, listeners. Hello, Martin. Today, I brought a friend, I brought a guest. It's Aidan. Hi. For those that don't know, we've maybe we mentioned Aiden a few times, haven't we? Usually, um, he's been found around your house, Steve, when he was younger, with a Swiffer mop, or was he the one with a tennis racket? I'm not 100% sure. He had the tennis racket. Right. Okay. So that's slightly less weird than a Swiffer mop.
1: He had the uh, the Slipknot mask, which was only half finished because we ran out of uh, masking tape. Or <laughs> <duct> tape.
2: <laughs> I'm the one who I'm the one who cut Stephen's face, trying to get uh, his his um, Slipknot mask off with the pair of scissors. What's that? When you when we did yours, we put the um, the tie on and then the duct tape, and then I, I had to cut it off. And I cut your cheek with the
0: scissors. <laughs> <laughs> you always said that you got that scar from fighting, Steve. Is that not true? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So obviously, I mean, um, we've mentioned it quite a lot of times. So obviously, you grew up with us. So I'm sure you've got lots of memories from us, for us as well as the same as us. And before we get into the actual episode of Hundred Reasons, Steve, what's happening in the news? Did you guys hear about the
1: fallout boy Tour? I did yeah so they're off on tour it's uh, bring me horizon so Fallout boy and uh, bring me horizon and then they've got some other bands but they've added alkaline trio to the bill which i just don't i don't get because fallout boy were a punk band bring me horizon were like a, a metalcore band but now they're pop bands and alkaline trio are a straight up punk band so it's just a little bit weird
0: Yeah, well, I think it's weird. Like I've seen the set list for Bringing the Horizon recently, and obviously none of the stuff that they play now is on, like, uh, what was it, the Chelsea Smile album? Uh, Oh, Suicide Season. Suicide Season. That's it. Suicide Season here. Yeah, so it's like none of them are from that, or there is a hell, or anything like that. So obviously the and it makes sense. You don't want to be playing Fallout Boy Stadium Tour and start blasting out, um, you know, the Come Down or whatever it is and stuff like that. It's the audience isn't there for it. But yeah, Alkaline Trio is just a random one because they're still good. So I don't get it. Do you
1: think maybe they brought Alkaline Trio to get the the more like old school fans? So like Fallout Boys' first two albums, probably quite a lot of crossover between fans of them and Alkaline Trio. But now probably not so much crossover. So do you think it's that whole thing of like, well, let's bring on this punk band, this I don't even know what the word for it is. Like bona fide punk band and the punk fans will come, but also the pop fans will come, so we'll get the both, best of both worlds and
0: sell more tickets. Well, how much do you reckon a ticket is? It's going to be at least 100 quid, isn't it? I mean, I'd pay 20, 30 quid to go watch Alkaline Trio. There's no way I'm paying 100 quid for, to see two bands that I'm not bothered and then Alkaline Trio, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I don't think it'll do it. just for the, the price. I think it'll outprice a lot of Alkaline
2: Trio fans. Don't you think as well that, like, Alkaline Trio and an Alkaline Trio, Fallout Boy and Bring Me the Horizon are a weird mix anyway? Like, I just would never put them in the same same place.
0: Yeah, I wonder if they're friends or record
1: labels and things like that. I'd put Fallout Boy and Bring Me the Horizon together now.
2: Maybe. And I think it's like, I always just think of Fallout Boy from stuff like, you know, like um, Slam Dunk Fest when that first started. Um, in like when it was in central Leeds like you'd never see bringing the in there would you and I guess like times have changed right like you're saying like completely as if they were they started far apart and have come together um like music wise but it just seems like a weird mix
1: yeah but that's because you're thinking of you know 15 20 like 15 yeah. 20 years yeah. ago when really the like fan base now are more aligned I guess yeah yeah so Finch have uh, released, a, uh, announced a 20-year anniversary tour. I was really looking forward to it. I was like, oh, Fincher, like, they're, they're going to promote something tomorrow. Like, they're, they're, you know, what's the word? Anticipating. or I'm anticipating a release from what they've been posting online. And then it was like, 20-year anniversary tour, we've got five dates all in the East Coast of America. Like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, is it 20-year anniversary of an album or just of as the band? Oh, it's what it is to burn. Right, okay, cool. Yeah, 20 years of what it is to burn.
1: But it's like, what is it that's stopping them from going anywhere else other than the East Coast of America, when they're actually from the West Coast of America? And I wonder what it is about why they're coming to Europe. I guess they're not coming to Europe because it, it probably the cost isn't worth it.
2: Yeah. And, like, there was, it, that means that it's 10 years since we went to the 10-year anniversary until then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at Brixton Academy. Um, was it Brixton Academy? Yeah, it was, yeah. Lost my tour now. Um, But then, if you remember when they announced that tour originally, they announced just two dates, like one in L.A. and then one in London, and it sold so well that they ended up then just doing, like, a world tour again.
0: Well, let's hope they do
2: that. That's it. There's
0: nothing to stop me. they've announced that now. It's probably, I imagine, to gauge the interest. Because if you do a world tour and you buy and you sell free tickets... And one guy's got no fucking toenail and he keeps waving it around, then you'd be like, That's awful, <laughs> <where> I don't <laughs> want to go there. It's it's gay. it's also I suppose it's like ramping up that anticipation, that that excitement of people being like, Oh fucking hell, they're touring. Oh fucking hell, it's, it's North America. Oh, I hope they're coming here. Oh they are, let's get the ticket straight away. It's you know, it might be all just media. Look at little Steve's face lighting up there. He's hoping, he's hoping. Well, no,
1: because they they sold out most of the shows, I think, within hours. And they've put on extra shows, but they're all in the same town, so they're like Sorry, we can't do any extra extra towns, uh, but we put in extra shows on other towns we're already at. So, yeah. It, to me, it seems like they're not going to bother.
2: I wonder if it's like that thing as well, though. like, I wonder how many of them have got kids now as well, and they're like, ah, I'm not going to do like a world tour. I can't do a world tour. Like, yeah, probably.
0: And the other thing in the news was Turnstile uh, lose out to Aussie at the Grammys. Um, I didn't actually know any of that, Steve. I only knew... I saw... We follow the... Well, I don't know if you're a part of it, sorry. The Reddit for hardcore. Um, hardcore music, obviously. And it's just gone <laughs> he also mental. follows the Reddit for other hardcore <laughs> things as well. Yeah, um, But yeah, it's just... Everyone has just been losing their mind over their, their, their dress sense or lack of or whatever. And people have just been really slating them. And it's quite funny because the, the Reddit for hardcore... Uh, the, the hardcore Reddit, they're just... So shit. They're all like crowd killers and all that kind of stuff. They're just very narrow minded, I think. So they can't understand anyone wearing something different than that. And they're all slagging Mm -hmm. about saying, oh, your shirt's 600 quid and all this stuff. Just weird stuff. I mean, they did look like plonkers, don't get me wrong. (laughs) 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 Plonkers. Yeah, they look like we looked 18 years ago.
1: Just like massive baggy (laughs) ass Yeah,
0: you always used to wear that fishnet.
3: Vest,
0: yeah. do you remember that? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, did you wear a gimp costume? Was that right? was that you, Aiden, I think it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah,
2: always, yeah.
0: Always, mm. oh, always in a gimp mask, Aiden. So, what's what's Ozzy released? Has he what's he been doing? What's he been up to? So, Ozzy's
1: released a new album, hasn't he? And he's um, he's been on a world tour. He started his world tour, and he's had to cancel it. So he's had to apologise to everyone because he just can't he can't travel anymore. He was like, oh. I'm really sorry, but I realised my body can't handle it. I, I don't know what illness he had, but he's, he's been in physiotherapy for, he says,
0: he years. He fell off a quad bike, didn't he, or something, yeah, years he, ago, he and I don't think he probably yeah. hasn't recovered from that properly
2: or something. Probably not recovered from all the drugs in the 70s as well.
0: But, like he said, he's got.
1: His, he's just been in physio for so long, uh, he thought he could do his tour and then he can't, so he's just said, oh, um, I'll, I'll I'll make it up to you, I'll see what else I can do. So I'm assuming he's going to do some kind of, virtual thing but yeah he's released a new album i can't imagine i'd be interested in it but like i didn't even know the grammys were on to be honest did you
0: no i never know when they're on i never know who's nominated i think like beyonce won the most now she's like a record holder for the most grammys won uh chris brown didn't get an award or something and someone else got it and he got really mad and that's all sounds, i know really sounds like chris brown does not it Started fucking punching people left, right and centre. Yeah. Just just the women. He got... Um, what's it called? He he wasn't allowed in the country, was he? On a visa or something. He was going a tour years and years ago and he couldn't get in because he had like uh, yeah. a, a domestic violence uh, prosecution or whatever. You know, like... Uh, yeah, a thing
1: yeah. Because there was that whole thing about him uh, beating Rihanna, wasn't Rihanna?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't come into the UK do a tour. Good.
2: I think that thing on Aussie, though, like... Um, I think it was... You know when we were making those playlists so was it like every month or something we'd, we'd each had like six songs
0: yeah yeah
2: yes, you and I put an Aussie one on, one on there you? yeah and it was quite a new track and it was quite good
0: yeah I think I remember liking it I'll be honest I don't remember
1: it yeah the thing with the Grammys though is like it was the rock I think they were in the rock category for like best rock band or something like that or best rock album and it was like Aussie the Carlisle, Turnstile, and then another band and
0: it it's just a very varied genre isn't it i always wonder how people get shortlisted and stuff because it does feel like turnstile are very much the flavor of the year or so aren't they so they are one of the bigger hardcore breakthrough bands and if you listen to like a early uh, early turnstile compared to this newest album the glow then the world's apart they're just more accessible now
1: i think there's like a like a panel or a membership or something like that where people just vote whoever gets the most votes Mm. i guess wins did you guys hear about the Papa Roach drummer listening to Iowa? His his face melted
0: the first time he listened to Iowa. Did you guys did you guys read that all? I saw the headline, but I didn't read it. What what did it say? What was the more information, Steve? We need it. Is he okay now? Sid's the DJ from Slipknot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: so they were on a tour bus and he's like, Oh, we've got this new album, like, I'm gonna play it for you. And then so the started playing the album and supposedly his guy's face just kind of like contorted and Sid was like oh his face just melted he just couldn't handle it and it's like he's he got some kind of paralysis in his face so from listening to Iowa well probably out of coincidence <laughs> that, <laughs> that's one hell of a coincidence that his face just like it was paralyzed like Bell's palsy style. yeah that's it yeah and um and then yeah so Sid Wilson's been going around telling everyone that the drummer from Papa Roach is an absolute wimp and that he can't handle Iowa. He's the only person that can, that listens to Iowa, and his face literally melts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Papa Roach actually kicked this
0: drummer out of a band because mm. of it. Yeah, rightly so. Yeah.
2: What? Like, has he has he just come out with this like twenty years later? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah the embargo
0: has been lifted yeah. now. Yeah,
1: he's been under, <laughs> yeah. under 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 law. Although I did see a BBC article which was like, "What happened to this hot air balloon in 1998?" And I'm like. Why are you doing throwbacks for articles? You for fucking news. Like we don't <laughs> we don't need we to always. know about the news from nineteen ninety eight. Fucking <laughs> okay, no. hell.
2: Slow news day. <laughs> <laughs> I've
1: got I've got nothing else, guys. That's it. Episode over.
0: Yeah, done. done. Wrap it up. Hundred reasons, ideas above our station from the year two thousand and two. As chosen by Eden. Eden, why did you choose this album?
2: I chose this album because I think it's like, I mean, it was a big one for us when we were kids. I think it was one of those albums that, it was one of the big ones when you first starting to get into music. Um, and also, it was the first live gig we ever went to. Um, like, a big, obviously, big event in your life, I think, if you're a music fan, going to your first ever gig, um, seeing, you know, a band that you really like live and, it, like, the whole experience of it. And, massive build up so it definitely sticks there in my memory um also we're off to watch them soon right so when's that next week
1: 23rd yeah the day this episode's
2: released yeah right okay so we're off to watch them today (laughs) um with um hell heroes as well and my vitriol Um, very topical
0: yeah um i think i think i just sort of jump in there as well i think I didn't like 100 Reasons to begin with. I think they released, is it like Remus or something? And then they released, a f- uh, like before Ideas of a Station. And I thought, oh, this is shite. And then when they started releasing the song, and I saw it on Kerrang, I was like, which song? Yeah, yeah. I think it was like I'll Find You or one of them ones. You know, the one—the actual singles from wow. the thing, uh, from the album. And I was like, ugh. And then you know you play it again and again and again. It's like actually, this is re- I'm really enjoying this. And then I went to I think like Virgin Megastores or whatever and bought it, and I really enjoy the album. Obviously, it's fantastic. Bonus question: Do you know how much um, a copy on vinyl is selling for? Um, the Ideas of last Station. Is this uh, an
2: original pressing? Like an original? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think.
0: Well, I think so. Yeah, it's um, it's not a bit. They're out of the right stock at the minute, but they've been sold on Amazon. On Amazon, I'm going to say no more than fifty quid. Yeah. Hundred and three pounds. That's ridiculous. And I was looking on Reddit about someone was saying like it's literally the, the rarest album they own. You know, like the most expensive album they own that they could sell on, kind of thing. So I was like, oh, wow, well, I'm quite surprised it was, about that, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's very niche. But they were they were big for a small period of time. Like they won Kerrang' band, band best album or something, didn't they? And stuff. They were, it were they were big. They've won a few awards. They've you know they've been in the top forties. They they
1: were massive for like a good few years. Yeah.
2: In the UK. I guess I I wonder how popular LPs were then as well. Like, because they're very popular now, aren't they? Like, much more. Well, they're
1: much more popular now. They weren't popular at all back in 2001, 2002, 2003. I don't know why I mentioned those years, but they just weren't. They just weren't popular. All the people
0: that were buying them weren't buying 100 Reasons. They were buying. Yeah, they were buying like Led,
1: Led Zeppelin and fucking Pink Floyd and shit like that. But like now, they're not even that popular now. LPs, no. they're a lot more popular, but not. I think they make up like ten percent of the market share. So it's like, like to, yeah. for it to be one hundred and three pound, that's quite quite ridiculous to say for a, mm. you know, a small a
0: smallish band from the UK. So I've, I've ordered three copies when they come back in stock. In stock, um, you're all right to just send me over when you when you get a second. Yeah. is that all right? I'll Thanks. I'll consider well an, it. You still owe me that money. You still owe me that money for that disturb tickets that I bought. <laughs> And I'm shredded, so no one has to go. A, a great in joke from our WhatsApp group that you've mentioned on the podcast. <laughs> You're just making sure that no one, like, just in case anyone thinks you actually like it and we're going to them, is that if, what it is? If you bought me a
1: ticket to go to see Disturbed, I would, I would definitely go. I mean, I wouldn't go, so you'd be going on your own, but fair enough. If you bought me a ticket, I'd still go.
0: <laughs> That's it. Me and Aiden are clubbing together and buying one ticket, <laughs> giving it to you.
1: So <laughs> I, I have a question for you guys. So, like you said, 100 Reasons was the first sort of gig we ever went to. The first live band well not the first live band we saw because they had support acts, but the first headliner we ever saw really. <clears throat> In this type of music, I know you saw Michael Jackson when you was younger, Martin, I think he took you backstage. Um
2: Shag well, Me, yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: But do you know who supported Hundred Reasons
0: at that show? Yes I do. Uh,
2: right. I always We'll, get we'll see if it, the so. guest
0: gets it first.
2: Well I always there's always two Bands in my head when I think of this of who supported. Um and I can never remember whether it was Cooper Temple Claws.
3: Definitely or... not, definitely not Cooper Temple Claws. Right.
2: <laughs> so stone temple pilots?
1: Definitely not stone no. temple pilots
2: either.
1: Um <laughs> I don't know then. I Queen?
0: Was it Khan that supported him? I'm not 100 <laughs> yeah. percent sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. Go on then. It was Kinesis.
3: Yeah. oh uh, yeah.
0: And they had a song called "Billboard Beauty," I think.
3: My skin will never be so
0: and Copper Pot Journals.
2: Copper Pot Journals. That's I can say so
0: that—that's when you got
1: confused with Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was, and was it I someone went, else or I, was it just them two? Uh, no, Sparta as well. Sparta, right. Okay, I do always forget them.
2: Well, I mean, it, we went it, to go they, see a band not that long big. ago and
0: I couldn't tell you who was fucking supporting them. I've forgotten. You know what I mean? Like, how do we remember that? But well, yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't.
2: But. Well, yeah, I think where that's coming from though. Who is it? Who have you said? Who was it again? I've got Kinesis Cop-Pot and Copper Pot Journals. It's because I've got Copper, Cooper, Cooper Temple Claws. Stone Temple Pilots, <laughs> and then it's just stuck.
0: So you've been going around telling everyone you've seen them, back that band. You're going, oh, I've seen yeah. them live.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Every time I don't remember there was a gig where Stone Temple Pilots, Cooper Temple Claws were supporting uh, hundred <laughs> reasons in Sheffield at the Sheffield Octagon. Yeah. Sheffield Octagon, yeah.
1: Do you guys For fourteen quid? Do you, do you guys remember how big that venue was? No, mm, but we were like my small as well, weren't we? In my yeah, in my mind, it was an arena, but I think realistically, it's going to be more like an O2 academy, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think it is quite big, though, isn't it? Like it's it's bigger that, than Ledway. Like, I remember it being like there's like a spike right in the middle, isn't there? Like, I don't know. Um, So it's like a, it is an octagon, and then there's like a, a spike in the middle of the ceiling to like show where the center is. And I remember us being stood right under that, but I remember everybody being really tall around us as well. Well yeah, maybe that, I mean that's still at gigs now.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say we're <laughs> yeah. short we're short now. We were a lot shorter when we were 14. <laughs>
2: okay,
0: so shall we kick off with a quiz? Are you ready for it, Aiden?
2: No, oh, yeah, come no. Uh, on. Been,
0: yeah. you've been revising. Um okay, so well, easy question first. have you'd definitely get this. Uh, name the band members. And what they do. <laughs> and what they do.
2: Alright. So Um, Colin um, is the singer correct correct yeah and that's well that's that's all I
1: remember that's that's all you remember (laughs) right, cool I'll take over so we've got Colin Duran that's his surname I can't believe you didn't remember that he was one of the the, for some reason you always remember lead singer's names or I do anyway Yeah. And that's one of them. So he was vocals. He also played keyboards. Uh, Larry Hibbert, he did guitar and vocals. He sung the chorus on Shine. Did you guys notice the single was different on that song? Yeah. Uh,
2: Probably
0: if I listen to it again, I'd be like, yeah, obvious kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, It is obvious when you listen back, but yeah, I didn't notice until I read it. Paul Townsend, uh, guitar and vocals. He sings for verses on Silver. So... Mm again take it over from colin and then you've got andy gilmore on bass and andy i've got andy news on drums but i don't think that's his real name
3: andy
2: buse
1: yeah it's buse isn't
0: it yeah it's it's
3: done
1: Type
0: me Oh, correct it's done me in um so i've got an interesting tidbit go on then um do you know what band andy gilmore is in now raging speedhorn yeah how random is no. that how did you yeah, find that out it. Well, I was looking up about him. I clicked on his link and, uh, on his what? On his link, a link on, to right, online, yeah, it's like on uh, like a link, I don't know, on the fucking website, yeah, on, wiki- on Wikipedia, yeah, Wikipedia. And then, um, but no, I don't think it was on Wikipedia because that's the problem. Because when we did the Rage and Speed on episode, obviously we mentioned who was in the band, but we didn't even click that he's the bassist of oh, 100 yeah. Reasons because he didn't have a hyperlink on Wikipedia, so I couldn't click on him, so I never really bothered. Yeah.
2: So. But it's just really random. Well, Weird on that, because I was looking on the 100 Reasons Wikipedia page and only one of them does have a link to uh, another page. Like Only one of them has their own Wikipedia page, oh. um, which is Larry Hibbert. Um, and you were saying there, Steve, that he did vocals as well, did he? Yeah, yeah. Because um, it looks like he's a writer. <coughs> so he's got his own uh, Wikipedia page and he's a writer and producer and he works with Nothing But Thieves, Marmos um Don Brocco, Dinosaur Pilot.
0: Yeah, yeah, Well, uh, also um, that Paul Tandens has left, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he sings the verses for Silver, like you say, and he's got a very distinctive voice. So mm. I wonder what they're going to do when we put, watch him uh, live. Obviously Colin will sing it, I imagine. Yeah,
1: well, I'd look to see why Paul left, and I just couldn't find out why, and it just said it was amicable, and, you know, I assume he went to go get a job, like some kind of loser. Mm. But, yeah, I don't know that. Uh, the reason, who was it who plays guitar for Regis' Speed Home?
0: It was Andy Gilmore.
1: <clears throat> so yeah, I the reason I asked what link it was when you said the link, it's because I went on his LinkedIn page and that's like in his top thing, He's, like <laughs> guitarist for Ranger <Adrian's> Screenarm.
2: <laughs> Does he have other stuff on his LinkedIn? Does
3: he yeah, have a job yeah. as
1: well? Uh, I didn't right? see what his job was. He was just like musician guy. Colin Duran, I went on his LinkedIn. He's uh he's got a certif- certification in Prince 2. He um crutched it about next year. Yeah no he's a, he's a, he's a senior lecturer at a music school or music college um uh, but his his um his linkedin's quite funny because it's like yeah so i've got you know like top 5 albums top 40 hits also i know scrum and i know <laughs> prince
3: yeah i am dedicated i'm hard working
1: i know about touring the world it's so, it's, yeah. it's 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 really a mismatch of stuff really it's quite good
2: That'd be so weird though, wouldn't it? Like, just in, in normal life, you suddenly be like, oh, we've got a new got a new project manager coming on. He um, used to be in a band. And he'd be like. And then he just comes in what? and he goes,
0: say what you wanted to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> and you would be like, uh, excuse me? It's like, Sorry, any other business. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, I, uh, I actually once met a guy who uh, claimed he was uh, a band member in 100 Reasons. He, uh, he said he played keyboards, and his name was Lindsay. And I was, like, really looking forward to finding out when he joined the band. Because he told me this in 2007, so it wasn't, like, before we broke up or anything like that. And then it turns out he was just a fucking liar. Like, yeah. not in... Not, a weird Not lie. on the Wikipedia. I know. But all his housemates as well was like, oh, yeah, he plays, plays keyboards for a hundred reasons. You know what I mean? Like, did he maybe just practice with them once? Did he go for a tryout or something? But, yeah, I just thought it was a little bit weird. Like, I've never really... Had that happened to me before. Was he I, from
2: the same area, as him?
1: Well, he's from Kingston, so not really.
0: No. Kingston, Jamaica? Yeah, I where? was going to say. <laughs> 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 yeah, he was from um, Kingston, Jamaica. Okay, moving on. Uh, we kind of covered what Colin Durant, so he's a senior lecturer at a music school, which we already just mentioned. Um, where are 100 Reasons from?
2: Um, not Kingston, Jamaica. Correct, um, yeah. Um, uh, older shot.
1: Yeah, that's correct. Well, partly correct. Well, you got Wikipedia open right now.
2: No, no. I can see the fucking it. tabs yeah, changing on it. his gritty face.
1: <laughs> yeah, there from, we go. Look, they're from like the southwest area out there, so like Southampton, Guildford, all the way up to like leading towards London. So I don't, I guess they're from different different areas, but that's all you can really find out. Like Wikipedia mentions some quite small towns not that I know if Aldershot 10. is uh, is that a small town Aldershot I don't know Um you're on Google Maps now, yeah 30,
2: 37,000 population oh that's
1: that's double the size of the town I live in almost
2: is it really yeah oh wow
0: in what city was the album recorded and I'll give you a, it's multiple choice is it London Sydney Montreal or
2: New York? Ooh. Well, you've either thrown in some absolute uh, diversions in there. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go New York. Yeah, well done, New York. So,
1: they only ever played one show in America, which is South by, South by Southwest. They were from near London, and they decided... To record their sort of debut album, all the way across the Atlantic. I have, you know, when you're like, why, why would they do that? Why? And I guess it's because they had a massive budget and was like, we probably only got one shot of this, guys. Let's go mm. to New York. Yeah, Who
2: were not- they with then? Which which um, recording company was
1: it? Well, it was Magic Shop Studio, but uh, it wasn't like a known producer, or it's not like a big name producer.
2: So, was this before they were signed as well then?
1: Uh, no, this is when they signed to Columbia. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah, I
0: suppose maybe... Do, do Columbia decide where you go? No, usually they give you a choice. Mm. Yeah, and they probably went, do you want to go down studio, down street, or New York? You'd be like, uh, New York?
1: Yeah, but yeah. if it was Columbia, I, I, for me, as a businessman that I am, I'd be like, listen, guys, this is your budget. These are your options. You've got London, and you've got these four studios in London. Which one do you want to go to?
0: Yeah, You can have... It's our board, I'll get you a sausage roll from Greg's, and that's it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, or you can be five-star in New York.
0: Yeah. What building is on the cover of the album?
2: I know this one. Lloyd's Bank. Correct. I didn't know that.
1: There's a sneaky yeah. question
0: that Martin added in without We aren't seeing? I did, yeah. Sorry, it's quite interesting. So It's like a stylized uh, photograph of the Lloyd's building, like you say, in London
2: like so everything's on the outside isn't it of that building it's got like all of its you know like the plumbing and everything like that um is all on the outside so it's like an inside out building
0: oh yeah it's fucking mental i, I googled yeah. it and i was like the building itself looks fucking mental so yeah mm. the the stylized photo of it i never knew it was didn't even really know it was a building i'll be honest with you what was you gonna say then Mike? like oh the building even look mental so are people inside fucking crazy <laughs> <laughs>
1: say that <laughs> that's what it sounded like he was going to come out with
0: <laughs>
1: well you're going to
2: be crazy to work at Lloyd's or outside of it
0: okay so what were the singles of the
2: album um, Falter and time- Over. Say
3: what you to me, while you down. Say what you to me, You up now. Yep,
2: I'll find you. If I could.
3: I could,
1: yeah. Well done. You got all four. So, did you know about all, all? No, sorry. Three of those singles were in the top 40 UK singles chart. And the three that were in the top 40 singles chart were in the top five rock chart. Which is absolutely insane, right? Like, could you imagine anyone at our school buying 100 Reasons singles? We didn't even buy the 100 Reasons singles. (laughs) We bought their album. Yeah, so the only one I couldn't find anything about was I'll Find You. So if I could, Falter and Silver, were are all in the top forty, which is fucking awesome.
2: Yeah. Which one was um was if I could release last then? Or was that the first one?
1: No, that was second. So it was I'll find you, if I could, Falter and then Silver.
2: I wonder what like who was buying them as well then? <clears throat> because like I feel like, and this is just a massive guess, but you know, if you were to talk to people around, like you say, at work or like if you were out with with other friends that maybe weren't into this type of music, would they know what that is? Because no 100 reasons are, I mean, or have any recollection.
1: Yeah, my assumption is no. And I always think that rock-like listeners are more of album buyers rather than single buyers. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, it just seems a little odd, really,
0: doesn't it? Yeah. I think it just shows you how much of a huge explosion they had when they did the ideas above our station. Massive loads, you know, really hit singles, really, you could call them. Well, they are, aren't they? Um, yeah. And then was it Kill yeah. Your Own, the second album, studio album? I don't think I ever bothered with that album. I think you had it, didn't you, Aidan? Or you might have had yeah. a copy of it. I'm not sure. I'm sure I heard it at your house, but maybe I'm mistaken. Um I yeah, I never that, I, even bothered.
1: I thought that was the third album. I thought Shatterproof isn't a child Oh, yeah. is it
0: Shatterproof? Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. thinking Shatterproof. But yeah, it's like they kind of just dropped off a cliff, didn't they? I think they did well, they no. get signed or something and all sorts? It was. Those, a bit those,
1: of a... those albums still charted. Did they? Yeah. No way.
2: I was there, in my mind, I, would, I always had it that they'd like been dropped from the label after they'd released, shatterproof.
1: Yeah, they did get dropped from the label, yeah. But it was more of a, it was more of a, there was a label, there was a label merger, I think. And the director of the label, that they were on, was like a real champion for him. He really loved them. But then the the company that took over was just like, nah, get rid of them. Not interested.
2: Was something from Shatterproof um, used on the film or something as well? Was that anything?
0: I'll be honest; I haven't done any research on Shatterproof, so not not a clue. I always just think of them fucking rulers. Like Shatterproof uh, rulers. I'm guessing that's.
1: Do you think that's what taken that's from? That's I don't know. Probably what the album title is, right? Like this isn't a
0: challenge, we can shatter these. Yeah. Next question. How many studio albums have hundreds released? EPs and live albums are not included. We've kind of mentioned quite a few, so if you were paying any attention into what we were all talking about, name them. Run through in your head.
2: What? Uh, well, um, four. That's The that newest one.
1: No, because that's not released yet.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> get, if, you're,
1: if you're listening on 23rd, that gets released tomorrow.
2: Right, okay. Good
0: can, bonus point, can you name him?
2: No. Ideas Above Our Station, Shatterproof, is not a challenge. When you said kill your own just then, I'd never heard of that.
1: Yeah. Well, that is that is one of them. And then the, the last one is Quick Reaction, Sharp the Word. And then the fifth album, Glorious Sunset, like I said, that gets released tomorrow.
0: I'd never heard of Quick Reaction, Sharp the Word. I think that's a bit of a shite name for an album, I'll be honest with you. But... Oh, I, I like it.
2: I think it's quick, the word sharp, the action.
1: Shall we go, shall we Spotify it, just in case? I say just in case. Yeah. Just in case I look like a dickhead and go it wrong. You missed out a question, Martin. The
0: one before, yeah, we yeah. sort of moved over, didn't we? Let's just skip it. What <coughs> was it? Well, you might as well ask it now, Martin. What was the album's peak chat position in the UK?
2: You were saying those they were all top forty singles, apart from one. Yeah, but this is the album. Yeah, I don't think it would have been top three. Maybe nine.
1: No, it was number six.
3: Right, <laughs> <laughs> the suspense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was I was reading. It's it is quick. It's it's quick. The word, shout the action, not the other way around. You fucking plonker! us look, plonker, Steve. Well, I'm glad we got that right. We'd have got loads of emails telling me
0: telling us we were we were dickheads. Man, at this point, I'd take anything like that. I'd just any <laughs> sort of communication from anyone. No one ever emails us. No one even. We, the only communication we get is on Instagram. Someone tries to sell us jewels. Yeah, you keep saying we think you're a perfect fit to wear our jewelry. <laughs> Anyway, I've signed up
1: using your credit card, Steve. I think it'll be coming through next, next week. Oh, nice! I'm looking forward to it. I've been I've been looking
0: for some jewels.
3: Um,
0: next question, and these are Spotify related questions. So, which songs from Ideas of Our Station are in their top five? Their Spotify top five.
2: I'll find you. Well,
0: that is correct.
2: If I could. That is not correct. Oh, is it not? Um. Falter? That is not correct. That's my motivation's dropping here. Not my motivation. What do you call it? Your enthusiasm? Will to live? (laughs) No, no, my enthusiasm. (laughs) Confidence. Oh, that's it, yeah.
0: Steve, put the guy out of his misery. Yeah, you got it right with
1: I'll Find You. That's it. That's the only song in the top five. And to be honest, that surprised me because I expected to see, if I could, Falter and silver. Mm. In there as well, but I guess this is me thinking that ideas above our station is their, you know, only mm. decent album. But yeah, um, but what am I trying to say? But 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 yeah, it's actually all the, the most most songs in the top five now are newer songs. So they released a few singles. So I guess that's what most people are listening to is the newer songs.
2: Yeah, it's like glorious. What is a glorious sunrise? Glorious sunset.
1: Glorious Sunset is the album, but I don't know what the singles are called.
2: Because I know on Radio 1 Rock Show, they've been playing them a lot recently. Uh, New songs that are coming out for 100 reasons.
1: No, that's cool. So, yeah, Um, I'll I'll tell you what the top five is, because I've just got it open now. You've got Glorious Glorious Sunset, 271,000 plays. The Old School Way, 123,000 plays. So, So Soon, 33,000 plays. And Replicate, 54 thousand players, and then I'll Find You is number five
2: with 1.7 million teams. So those numbers on that, on the Spotify thing, is that most listened to recently then, not necessarily most listened to?
1: Yeah, I think it's to do with um, the average number of players the song's received in the past
0: 28 days.
2: Right, okay, yeah. Makes sense
0: and last question for this section uh how many monthly listeners do they have on spotify um
2: 30000
0: not quite wow that is
1: really low really low guess so 100- 145000 which to me like i thought that was quite low i thought it was going to be a lot higher than that i don't know what
0: you thought yeah. martin um, I reckon, I won't. thought it'd be lower than that, I'll be honest with you, I'm not quite 30, but yeah, sort of, anywhere, sort of like 80, to 80 to 100, and I would have expected a spike now that they've, you know, when they release their album, when they release the tour and things like that, because, I mean, I've started listening to it again, you know, that kind of thing, so I think there has yeah, got a lot of people. That's, is that because we're doing today's episode? Well, no, because we'll have to go see him next week as well, Steve. Oh, so you started listening to it as well? Because
1: yeah. of, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I listened to it for a little bit last year, but then it got cancelled, so I stopped listening to him and then I've got back into him again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, to be fair, I haven't listened to um, Hell is for Heroes, to be honest with you, which I probably should have done, but never mind. Anyway, let's move on. Next section, Eden.
2: lyrics. Confident? Not at all. Right. So, this is quite an interesting one. Because I don't know what you guys think, but. I feel like Colin has the type of voice where you just can't understand what he's saying uh, a lot of the time. Like, a bit like, you know, like 36 Crazy Fists or Mudvayne.
0: Well, it's not even that. He's, he's speaking normally. He just... You just can't make out what the fuck he's saying, yeah. but you feel like you yeah. should make out what he's saying. Yeah, at least with Mudvayne, is shouting, so it is harder.
1: I, f- I think it's the same with most bands. Like... You listen to him singing, like listen to him singing, and you're just like, "What, the, what the fuck are they even saying?"
3: Yeah,
1: and I, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's because it goes so fast that you can't remember. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's anything unique to, to Colin.
0: The Colin. I said, did I say the Colin? What you did? Yeah, the Colin Duran. The co- the Colin effect. Um, okay, so name the song. So I'll read you some lyrics, and you have to name the song, Aidan. So, he's hidden it all just to cover his tracks, sutured what could be described as a fact.
2: I'll find you.
1: Well done to say you weren't confident.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Can Can you finish the lyric? Could you know what the next bit is? Do it again. Uh, he's hidden it all just to cover his tracks, sutured what could be described as a fact.
2: No. Uh,
0: Taking the trail that leads you, I'll find you, I'll find you. Okay, finish the lyric. And I can give you the name of the song um, if you need it in a minute. So, it's Whereabouts That work not Cave In, Scenes of Violence Protect This. No. The song is If I Could
2: oh I'd wait for ages
0: no there's uh, there's a line before that oh. so um, in aching heart that will begin to wrestle with obstruction and then it sort of kicks in
3: it's where
1: So I've got a theory about why you think you can't understand what he's saying. It's because, would you really ever put those words together in a sentence?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, it's stupidish, isn't it?
1: Like, if you're trying to figure something out, you're not going to be like, oh, it's this, like, poetic verse. You're trying to figure out what's the most logical order, logical thing he could be saying, and that is not it. I mean, it's cool, I really like him, but it's not the most logical thing you could think of.
2: It's like the breakdown in I'll find you each cat. I can't understand the word he's saying in it.
0: Yeah, there's. I think there's a couple of songs where it's just like, yeah, you just it just blurs into into mish. Um, anyway, so finish the lyric. That's a technical word. <laughs> uh, finish the lyric. Um, say what you wanted to ask me while you were sitting down.
2: Say what you wanted to ask me.
0: Yep, can you get the next
2: bit? Um, something about open up.
1: Yeah. Look at that. Close, yeah. Yeah, you opened up now.
2: So, that's uh, what you wanted to ask me um, while you were sitting down. I always thought it was while you are said and done. <laughs> yeah, actually, that makes oh, sense. Oh, no. Yeah. While you were sad and down. That's what I thought <laughs> it was as well. <laughs> well. Okay, well, not so much. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, that's from Silver. So, uh, next one, name the song. So, I'll read the lyrics. So, in my hands, good fortune. Caress my equal with slightest touch. The sound of your voice keeps me still. And I'm sorry I avoid your questions.
2: Is that silver? Nope. You want to take another guess? Drowning?
1: Nah. Sorry, man, it's Falter.
2: Yeah.
3: In my hands, good fortune. Caress my equal with slightest touch. The sound of your voice keeps me still. And I'm sorry I avoid your questions. This has been a bit smart,
2: I mean, we've seen worse. We've done worse. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Next one is name the song. So, where is the need to know? I stopped to think where you lost it. The chance was found and then thrown thrown away like before. Dissolve? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Just did take you, another fucking
1: guess. Take another guess?
2: What I thought I did?
1: No, it's answers. Alright. Oh, <laughs> I'd never have got that one, not in a million years. I wouldn't have got any of them. I don't
0: know why I say I wouldn't have got that one. Uh, I'm pretty confident I would have got all of them. So
2: I think you did really well there, Aidan. Thank you. You should have to sing a mine, I don't.
0: I've
1: already sang earlier on, and it was I don't know why I did that. So I'm not. Oh, I, I, I thought, oh my god, Martin is so confident right now. He's singing, <laughs> and this I was is feeling myself.
0: <laughs> this <wasn't> this I? <laughs> is going to go out into
1: the world. I was really, really uh, shocked, surprised, and proud of you.
0: No, thanks very much.
1: I think I've grown. In my pants. I was going right. to I was, was going to make a boner <laughs> joke, and I thought, no, I'll, uh, I'll not do that. I won't be crass. I'll
2: rise above it.
0: Yeah. Good. Leave it for me. So, Eden, I don't think you did absolutely terrible. You did okay on the lyrics, and you did very well in the quiz in general. So, I think I'll give you seven out of ten for effort. Is that that's okay? Seven Ms. It's fair enough, yeah. I think.
3: Thank you.
0: Mm. This. M's, which I've just started scoring people now, starting from now, so 7 M's out of 10 is good. Okay, fuck, um, fuck that. What? Well, <laughs> why is it <laughs> an M? Because <laughs> I'm Martin. Martin points. <laughs> it's Martin points. If you collect 10, I'll make you a cup of tea. It's like, you know, like the McDonald's thing. You collect your tokens and you get a free cuppa.
2: I don't think you can use this platform to launch your own uh, cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> i don't
1: agree with it i think they should be dr points
2: okay
0: eight out what did i say
2: seven out of ten you
0: don't even know how many points points. you give it i don't fucking care seven drs seven drs out of 10 out of 12 fuck it anyway right eden do you have anything to mention about the album before we go on to the next section
2: I think there's just like some bits where you I think on the like on previous podcasts you've talked about your best bit, like worst bits as well, potentially in songs. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed there's every time I listen to this um this album, like on the run up to this as well, but then also I think like I've noticed it before, there's a breakdown in dissolve. It seems to go on for about four bars longer than it feels like it should. It feels like you're gonna get to a point where it's gonna kick back in again and it just goes back around and just does another like four bars it's really weird because it kind of really takes you out of it shall we listen to it
1: yeah i think we should right well i'll pop it in now
0: Did It wrong.
2: Yeah.
0: Because he does the build-up, then he goes back into it and then does the build up again, doesn't yeah, it? It's yeah. weird. I don't think I've ever really noticed it that much.
1: Yeah, like the duh, 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 duh. Yeah. And then you think, oh, it's gonna this is where it's gonna open up or drop down or whatever, but yeah and it just does it again. I yeah. Uh, I I agree. I agree whole wholeheartedly. I was gonna be like, oh look at and Mr. Producer Man, but yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, it feels no, like right. someone just fucking copied and pasted that bit extra and yeah. like, whoops. <laughs> it's
2: like yeah. forty forty three seconds, that bit. <laughs> like, It's quite a long time, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I, I think it would feel normal, though, if it didn't have that second build-up.
0: Yeah, yeah. and yeah, no, I agree. Thanks for ruining that song. Right. <laughs> I have to skip it now.
2: Just <laughs> mm. got about 30 seconds out of the breakdown. <laughs> It'll be fine. Moving
0: on to uh, best song, best bits, Aidan?
2: Um, so, looking at this, obviously, like, usually you'd look through, when you look through the albums, you've got stuff in your liked playlist.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and, interestingly, as I was listening to this album again, I didn't have any songs from this on my liked playlist. Oh, really? But, yeah. But then since going through it again, I've got a couple that I've, that I've added. So, like, one was What thought did. Which I I probably wouldn't have even been able to tell you the title of that song before listening to this again. Um, And then also, won't gone too far. Like, it's probably the heaviest song on the album.
1: Yeah, I really like Gone Too Far. And do you know what? I really like the fact that Aval- Avalanche comes after it because it's it's like the heavy song on the album followed by a really nice, sort of delicate song.
3: The Avalanche
1: Any best songs,
0: Martin? What's your favourite? So, I'd say my favourite was probably If I Could. And And it's probably got one of my favourite bits in it, which is the intro bit, you know, with that bit in it, which is awesome, which I'm sure we will play. the other song that i kind of hated but actually quite like is silver and i think i liked it because i don't like his voice but i kind of do he can't sing but he kind of can not colin you know um whether the the guitarist yeah it's almost like he can't sing but he kind of can and i like the rawness of his voice and i think that's kind of like quite sort of punky alternative that kind of you know you don't have to be a great singer it's still cool it's also got an awesome riff to it cool tune um, you know like the intro bit and the, the, the sort of solo bit as well so like that to me has got all the cool bits and it's got Colin singing in it with the, in the choruses as well so it's kind of the full package so for me Silver I mean if I could would be the, the best song I think it's a really cool song I love that song but well, then Silver's kind of a very close second and he's got all, all the different bits to it. It's really good. What about you, Steve Pink? Uh,
1: yeah, best songs I guess I'd have to go with I'll Find You um, or If I Could. And then just thinking of the album like as a whole, Like I don't know all the song names that well, but I listened to it a few times recently and I don't think there's like a skippable track on it. I think they're all really, really good which is, you know, it's quite hard to say about a lot of albums, but this is like, you know, from one to... What, how many tracks has it got? Twelve tracks, 12. and all of them are absolutely brilliant songs, mm-hmm. but yeah. So, I'll Find You, really, really like that song. If I Could is another just... I guess it's like a fan favourite anyway, and it? But it's absolutely brilliant. And then Gone Too Far, really like the intro, but the rest of the song, I don't think it... I don't think it's as good as I'll Find You and If I Could.
2: I was just going to say, is it Colin singing on um got gone too, too Far? far like I,
1: I, I think so, yeah. Think I, I didn't see anything that said it was anyone else. No one else, no. Is, no one else is credited as doing vocals on the album. But yeah, the best bit on the album for me is in I'll Find You is the second half of the second verse where the where the drums sort of change up. So the song's actually quite, it's got like quite a me- metal sound to it i don't think the drums are necessarily metal drums but it like the guitars the way the sort of the rhythm that are playing it's it's quite metal but i guess the thing that stops it from being metal is the vocals and the you know i guess the way that the sound they're not like super distorted or super heavy they're just i don't know they're quite, quite indie sounding but then they're playing this awesome rhythm and then the drums sort of change up to match it and it sounds fucking awesome i'll play it now
2: As a whole, I was going to mention that though, as the album, like this, like the guitar, for example, has got a lot of effects, um, like not wacky effects, but like there's a lot of wah pedal on it, um, and a lot of different to like say a lot of the bands that they're associated with, you know, through like the when it goes on to 100 Reasons Radio, yeah, like because Hell is for Heroes are on there, Ruben are on there, um, and 100 Reasons definitely sound a lot different i feel to them
0: like yeah it's under reasons is a weird one because you don't know why but they are so different but there's nothing mm. about them that is like you can't put your finger on why they're different they just don't sound like anyone else on this album you know i, I can't speak yeah. for the for the other ones but oh the, the,
1: there's one band it reminded me of uh it was at the drive-in but just in kind of like the more of a They've got the same style as Out the Driving, but don't sound like Out the Driving. But like listening to the album quite recently, I was like, oh, it kind of reminds me of Out the Driving, but like a more sort of uh, what's the word for it? Accessible, like more accessible. It's a yeah. mm. bit more pop, uh, which it, which is one of the reasons why I think it's such a good album because it's really interesting, but it's not out there to stop you from going, man. I can't listen to this because it's just what the fuck is going on.
2: But do you think it's like it does? It does kind of cross into that indie, doesn't it? Doesn't it like you said there with. You know the way it sounds a bit. You know, a bit like Sunshine Underground as well. Like, is it in the same ballpark as that? And it's it's quite early on, but so it gets pushed into that kind of you know, kerrang type area as well.
1: Yeah, maybe not so much with Sunshine Underground, but yeah, I, I get what you mean. Where it's like it it borders into indie, it borders into like your like your post hardcore, and then it's kind of sat somewhere in the middle, which is like yeah. Just a really nice place for it to sit. And I guess it worked out for him because top 40 hits, you know, a top 10 album, pretty fucking cool.
0: 100 Reasons, Ideas Above Our Station, it was an obvious choice for our 32nd episode, wouldn't you say, Steve? Yeah, definitely. Aidan, have you had a good time?
2: Yeah, it's been wicked. Thank you for inviting me on.
1: Well, I'm glad you came on because I've had a good time as well. Martin, have you had a good time? I've had a really good time, thanks for asking. Listeners, I hope you've had a good time. If you want to get in touch and tell us about, you know, the good time you've had, do it. <laughs> we've got Gmail. Is it DadRocket at Gmail That's an email address, and we've also got Instagram and Facebook. Is it DadRocket?